Welcome to the Unofficial Scholars Podcast with Dylan Stubblefield and David Hancock, where we discuss everything from science fiction to pop culture. We're not experts. We're not scholars. We're two guys having a casual conversation about the things that interest us. If you'd like to become an unofficial scholar, go to patreon.com slash unofficial scholars for exclusive content. This is the Unofficial Scholars Podcast. We can do whatever we want. You know, this podcast was going to be named Conversations Unleashed. Yeah, you know what? Let's let's do a poll. We'll do a Spotify poll. Good idea. And just say which which name was better, the Unofficial Scholars Podcast or Conversations Unleashed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so fucking lame. If you say it in that voice, (laughs) then you're like, it's like bad marketing (laughs) for my Conversations Unleashed. You got to say it in something better. Guys, just make the right choice because there was only one correct choice for the name. And it was, I don't even need to say it. We'll let the poll speak. I think it was a multiple choice question with a like select the best options, like select three. Right. We had like 10 options, actually. I know the, so uh, the Unofficial Scholars podcast, the name was a list of 10 from AI, from ChatGPT. We said to come up with a, a podcast name. We gave it some parameters of what we would discuss potentially and what we were all about. And it gave us Unofficial Scholars, Conversations Unleashed, and eight other lame names. No, no, well, no. Actually, no. nine other lame <laughs> names. But. Yeah, but for copyright reasons, we didn't use any of the names that it oh. generated us. <laughs> we just were inspired right. by the names right, right. that it generated. And then we chose one. Yeah. And it was... Um, what do they call that? Um, intellectual property. Right. There you I go. did see something recently that was, uh, it was basically saying that no art created by ChatGPT can be copyrighted. Copyrighted. Copyright. Yeah. Isn't um, that kind of bizarre? How would you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe like there's some, whatever you call it, metadata. Of, yeah. Um, yeah, the, how it was created, but I think I don't know. I I think I agree with that though. Like if it's that also protects artists, you know, because no, I disagree with that. Why? Because I think that all artists are influenced by other artists. I think that's been happening for you know thousands of years, and then all of a sudden a supercomputer comes along and you're mad, you're jealous. You well, can't you can't crank out that type of art that What quick. I'm saying is it's Takes protecting hours. Art, it's protecting artists' jobs. I mean I know, but I'm not in the business of protecting people's jobs, right? It's like, you know, we moved on from horse and carriage a long time ago. You've spoken like a true computer, dude. <laughs> you are a fucking AI. <laughs> Fuck you. But no, we shouldn't have invented the car so we could protect the jobs of the people. Making maintaining the horse and <laughs> It doesn't dude. make it it's just dumb, bro. I'm all for evolution. Put me in a computer, dude. All right, well, I'm a fucking musician, and I want to make money from it, so fuck you. I, I can't wait till I start fucking listening to AI-generated yeah. music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this song was made by X940. Burger <laughs> Blast, Burger <laughs> Blast. <laughs> Resistance is futile. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. For those of you who haven't listened to it, it's the Burger Blast AI-generated commercial. That was what we just talked about. We, we just yeah. had an episode from last week. To yeah. be fair, uh, I don't know if the... The music was generated by AI. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. You put the last podcast that had the Burger Blast in it? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's yeah, that killer, man. One. Talking yeah. about Burger Blast is just... Uh, <laughs> it's wild, bro. It's a wild time. Go If you haven't watched it, go to YouTube and look it up. It's um, insane. Speaking of older episodes, so one of our 
first, I don't know, first four, I think it was a bonus episode. We talked about giving speeches and stuff. Yeah. So I kind of want to revisit that just because I finally, and you know what I realized? I don't think we ever put out the part about your best man speech. Mm -hmm. So I feel bad bringing it up because I'm going to bring up my best man speech. (laughs) Yours got (laughs) cut because it was too long. Um, But I gave my best man speech this past weekend. Yeah. And it went fucking great. Good. But the whole two days leading up to it, I was so fucking nervous. And I don't Mm -hmm. know why, because I'm I'm a pretty good public speaker. I play music in front of people, so it's not like... I'm going to cut that. Um, No, you're not. (laughs) I'll leave it. It's not... I mean, I don't know, dude. I do pretty well in front of a mic and in front of a crowd, but... Um, I guess it was just cause I, it was my brother's wedding and I wanted it to go well and whatever. And I so feel I, like you usually get choked up on the mic, yeah. at least in here in the studio. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I thought you meant, all right, kiss my ass. So, and then I've went to a couple of your shows. You also seem to get choked up. You're so show. fucking, you don't come to my <laughs> shows. So how could you know, bitch? You're good. Yeah. I've, I've been trying to make more though. I've come, I've gone <laughs> oh, to yeah. a couple. You haven't tried very hard. Wellhouse? Uh, I haven't played at Wellhouse. Oh, Anyway, um, so my we drove to Omaha Thursday, left Thursday morning. I had breakfast that morning, uh, got on the road, and then we stopped about halfway there in St. Joe at this place called Longboards. There's also another one in Lee Summit. Amazing wraps and stuff there, really good. I got a wrap. I ate about two or three bites, and I was just, my stomach was so fucked up at this point. I was so nervous. I couldn't even eat it. And so we got back on the road, get to Omaha, get in the shower. I'm trying to get ready for the rehearsal dinner. And I start to feel myself kind of like gag a little bit. And so I like was like, maybe I should turn to the toilet. And before I could even think, I just started fucking projectile no in way, the dude, shower. From, from nerves? Yeah, I think. I don't know, dude. I may have had a bug also because, ironically, I mean, whatever. My wife also ended up puking later, so I think we might have had something. So, like, yeah, your nervousness spread but, to your well, wife. <laughs> I think there was a combination. I, I was also very nervous. But, so, if you're staying at the Courtyard Marriott, or the, yeah, Courtyard Marriott in Omaha, Bellevue, Nebraska, room 335, just know that I puked in that shower. Um, there you go. And it's <laughs> the end. Is the room haunted? <laughs> haunted with the demons of my stomach. <laughs> but uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, I'm super nervous. So basically, I haven't eaten um, except for breakfast that day. Next day, I get up. It's wedding day, Friday. I don't eat that entire day either. So I basically went like 36 hours without eating anything. So I'm fucking lightheaded and blood sugar's fucking tanked. I feel like shit. And I'm just too nervous to eat. Finally, we get through the ceremony. That goes fine. We do a little hayride because it was at a pumpkin patch after the ceremony. And then we get to the reception. And I'm super nervous. I'd like step away from the head table back in this little corner and kind of just like pace and like Mm -hmm. get myself ready before the speeches. Finally, the DJ announces it. I'm like fucking trying to hype myself up just getting ready. I take the mic. And as soon as he gives it to me, I just lock in. And just give Dude, them hold on. Best. Can I ask you a question before yeah. you got the mic? Okay, because this is what happened during my best man speech. Uh-huh. When I got the mic, it was like there was so much anxiety leading up to that moment where it was they were like, okay, now introducing David Hancock. Yeah. You know, crowd goes wild. I grabbed the mic, and dude, I legitimately felt every, like, it was like my 
both my left arm and my right arm like went numb at the yeah. same time, dude. And I felt like my whole body flush. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I thought that for a moment. Yeah. I was like, but I was like, you know what's worse than having a stroke? Embarrassing yourself in front of a crowd of people. <laughs> That's so, way worse. <laughs> I'm just yelling at my body and I'm like, fucking stick to it, man. Like, just go with it. Like, if you're fucking having a heart attack, just wait till the very. I was like, yeah. I'm going to have to actually, my brain's going to have to shut down for me to stop giving right. this speech. Yeah, no, I mean, I literally was like pacing back and forth. My hands were tingling. And I've said this like with nerves with shows. Like, yeah. my hands will start tingling, my face starts tingling. I was like, going through it other body there. parts might be tingling so i took the mic locked in and gave the best fucking 11 and a half minute best man speech from memory i didn't have not, no phone in my hand love it on the table behind me i not only did i give the speech but mm-hmm. i had enough confidence to come out in front of the best in front of the head table and came out in front of the crowd and kind of pace back you and forth. You came out in front of the crowd. No, I did not come out of the closet in front of the crowd. No, no, bro, that's not. <laughs> I, you figured like, you, I figured you no, were I wasn't taking take, a jab. I know sometimes I take it there, but I wasn't taking it All there. Right. Yeah, I, no, I, I just did. mean like you you came out in front of the crowd like, um, God, what's the, uh, there's a really famous motivational speaker. What's his name? He's always Tony brought Robbins. up all the, Tony Robbins. Yeah. Tony Robbins style. You've been watching Tony Robbins? Uh, no, but I know I know who Tony He's Robbins like, is. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, secretly I have, and that's what gave yeah. me the idea to walk out and start pacing the crowd. No, dude, I was. I you came were getting out, involved. You were interacting I was. with the crowd. When I, yeah, I, I was kind of hashing with them. I cracked a couple good jokes. Like one that really hit well, mm-hmm. uh, being from Omaha. I don't know much about Nebraska, but one line that I said was like, you know, because um, I was talking about how Cody ended up in Nebraska. That's how they met. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I, I don't really know much about Nebraska. I know you guys are known for like. You know, corn. I guess that's cool, and that got a laugh out of people. Oh. And then, and then I said, you know, but I guess that's better. Like I'm from St. Louis, and we're known for our really high crime rate. And people are like, ah. Oh, <laughs> dude, so funny. Did anybody? So, did you call on anybody as you were giving your speech? No, nah, um, I kind of like target singled out my dad and my mom at one point. But yeah, dude, it was so good. I mean, there was times where I, you know I, I faked the tears. Got a little, I wasn't actually faking it, but I got a little choked up at some parts uh-huh. and like looks back at my brother and he's like choked up too and you know it just did you record it some yeah did it get recorded well, it did get recorded i haven't seen it for yet. rewatch yeah well not dude because i'll tell you what i gave a killer best man speech yeah and legitimately the only person that got a recording of this and it's it's mind-boggling to me was my wife and it was like she was sitting down on the right side of me and so it was like this underneath view yeah of my chin giving a speech. <laughs> I was like, you gotta be fucking so kidding me, dude. <laughs> but listen, I had a slideshow for my Yeah, I remember message. you saying that. I was I'm jealous of that. I would have yeah. loved to have had a presentation. But yeah. It's uh it's risky business though, you know, because you never know. You gotta triple check your your PowerPoint slides, right. you know, make sure nothing got put in there erroneously that yeah. you can't you know, you can't undo. <laughs> right. I was dude, I'm telling you, I was at work today and I was doing um in a teams meeting at work for those of you who work in offices and big organizations, you'll know this. So teams you can record your teams meeting, obviously. And I was doing a training that wasn't like a live meeting, but it was like a training that I was recording for, you know, later, like use later. And um not for me but for other people. But what I had accidentally done was I hit like the meet now in Teams under this like big group chat of like all my coworkers. Yeah. So as I started recording, I was actually recording it live in that chat for everybody <laughs> to see, you know. And I was like, I fucked it up like halfway through, and I was like, I'm about to like, I'm about to just say fuck this, like fuck this recording. I'm not fucking doing this. 
And I was like, I started thinking about like expressing that out loud. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to express that while it's recording <laughs> just in case. Yeah. You never know where it's going to go. And it wasn't only until after I stopped recording that I found out that it posted in that entire group. But could you fucking imagine Ooh. some of the shit that I could have said? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Instead, I just like cut the recording because like I, I fucked up and I was like, uh, pause. You know, 30 minutes into it. Yeah, that worked out. Nah, fuck, dude. That could have been a <laughs> career ender. I was like, I was having a bad day, <laughs> Dude, it's all the real day. I know. <laughs> Bro, I was having a bad day, too. So, like, I wanted to, like, legitimately, like, just vocalize, like, yeah. my ear. <laughs> like, how I, you know, like, have you ever just fucked around with something? Like, try to fix something or, like, deal with something tedious? Like, your printer's broken at your house or your internet's out and you're just trying to deal with something that's... And it's just the last straw. And it's just like, dude, you don't want to do it anymore. There's, like, a hundred other things you'd rather be rather be doing. And, yeah. Um, and so you just start, like, out loud. You just start bitching, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'll cuss stuff out, man. Like, I can't help it. My wife hates it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll look at something that's not working and I'll be like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, Same. you stupid piece of shit. Yeah. Especially at work. Like, and I, I'm kind of off in my own little <laughs> hole at work. So like, I'll be back there reading an email from somebody who's like asking me to do my job and I'll like put my middle finger on the screen. I'm like, fuck oh. you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I haven't had a backhanded email in a long time like that, but yeah, I certainly don't like when somebody emails you and they like include some people on it. And they yeah, they see somebody. Some, just, yeah. yeah, you know they're trying to make yeah. you look better, or at least like yeah. put you on blast. Like fuck you. Dude. I remember actually. I remember I, there was this person I used to work uh, like desktop IT, so for a hospital, and so I would do um, pretty much work in all departments and work on all kinds of different computer equipment. And, um, I remember working in radiation oncology, and there was a guy that. Um, you know, I would help out occasionally. And then one day he emailed me and he was like, Hey, is there anything that you can help? Like, can you help me out with this? And I was like, you know what? I don't, I, I, I think maybe let me look into this and I'll get right back to you. And he, he CC'd my boss Ooh. and responded back like a dickhead. Yeah. That's a you know? bitch move. Dude. And he was like, he was like, um, is there any reason that, you know, like he can't do this? And I was like, you got to be kidding me, dude. That's the last time I helped that dude out. Yeah, I, no I, I literally, I closed my laptop and I fucking marched down to his office. And I was like, hey, is it, this is something I can help you with. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I was like, I really kind of lost it. I was like, hey, dude, I can help you. I'm right here. You don't have to email. You don't have to copy my boss. That's. I was like, fucked. I was ready to lose it. I was like, this is my last day. Yeah. But. Dude, speaking of people that piss you off, this is something I've been wanting to rant about for a while. And I'm going to try not to get like too heated about this. And I was actually just talking to, I've talked about him before, my mm -hmm. friend Jose at work, um, just to like get some validation. He said he's had the same experience and I'm curious if you have too. <clears throat> so have you ever been somewhere in public, like Walmart or a store or something, and some random fuck will come up to you and just spark up kind of like a, just a small talk conversation and all of a sudden they're, they won't let you go and they keep like trying to run with something like a conversation like, all right, yeah, man. And then they keep drawing you back in. No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, but where well, are we me, going yeah, with so this? Let me get, it's like not the worst this person. Will make more sense. It's let annoying. Me, okay. It is annoying. Well, the, what I'm getting at is you'll, this makes You're sense. You're like this fucking dirt ball trying to have a conversation. Just be nice. Be no, nice no, no, no. Cause they're not. These motherfuckers are predators. And if you've ever fucking experienced these people, you know what I'm talking about. And you know, these are fucking shit stains dude i hate these people so it's these motherfuckers it's happened to me like five times at walmart and once at the gym 
And what they'll do is they come up to you, start with, <clears throat> and this is what makes them hard to detect because a lot of times, you know, I'm, I'm a nice approachable guy. And uh -huh. like, if somebody says hi to me or like makes a small comment, I'm like, ha yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll engage or indulge. And, um, the first time it happened to me, I was at Walmart and this dude's like, Hey man, I like your shoes. I was like, Oh yeah, thanks. Whatever. I, whatever. Nikes or something. Sure. Reeboks. And, uh, he was like, uh, I don't remember where the fuck he probably started talking about. Where'd you get them from? Whatever. I was like, yeah, whatever. They were online. He's, and then they always try to like at Walmart, they'll engage in like what you're looking at or something and they'll keep going. And at this point, the uh -huh. first time it happened to me, I was just like, okay, well, this guy's just really nice. Whatever. I'll have a small talk. Kept having a conversation with him, whatever. And at the end of the conversation, he's like, and he was about the same age as me. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, we should like, you know, grab coffee sometime or something. So I, I was like, okay, that's a little weird. We just fucking met and we, we talked for like yeah. two, two and a half minutes. Yeah. But I was like, okay, whatever. Gave him my number. We're the same age. So I was like, what's, you know, what's the harm in this? Uh-huh. So he texts me. And then after the experience, I was kind of like red flags kind of went up a little bit. And I was like, this is weird. Like I just met this dude and he's like trying to hang out with me. Like it, it's kind of strange. So I didn't even end up texting him back. Dude, he wasn't, he was trying to pick you up. Maybe. <laughs> no. So, okay. Couple months Times later, changed, couple dog. months later, listen, it happens again with a different person. Same fucking type of approach. And at this point, as soon as I realized that he's not just making a small talk comment and continuing, continuing his shopping uh -huh. makes another comment. And then keeps trying to drag me into the conversation. Yeah. I'm like, this is the same type of motherfucker. What is going on? And my red flags went up. I'm like, what the fuck is, what is this? And then at the end of the conversation, when I was like trying to like pull away and leave, he asked me for my number and I'm like, huh. okay, what the fuck? Where's this going? Cause now I feel like I do have a similar situation. Yeah. So hold on. <laughs> so I, it's same thing. I, this time I'm, I kind of am interested. So I give him my number and then, um, I might have texted him back and forth once or twice, like, yeah, man, nice to meet you or whatever, and then just stopped. He's like, I might have sent him a couple <clears throat> dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, th at this point, I Googled, like, or I looked up on Reddit. I was just like, has anybody had this weird experience with, like, people just coming up to them and talking to them and having, like, a, trying to get their number? Uh -huh. What it is is these motherfucking assholes who are a part <laughs> of these fucking networking pyramid schemes, dude. It's like this shit where all these, like, entrepreneur in quotes uh -huh. networking in quotes motherfuckers that want you to like join their team and like get under them in their pyramid and uh -huh. fucking and i immediately now i know what the fuck it is and i realize both of these guys are fucking shit stains are you hold on dude slow down mm -mm, how do i'm you, about to get how on this train that because that's what they're doing that's their approach dude i and, mean at, Okay. Had they did they text you and say, "Would you like to join, you know, Avacare or whatever the Let fuck their pyramid scheme is?" Let me fucking get there, dude. So it happens again, like a couple months later at Walmart, a third fucking time, and this time I'm like, Dif "Hey, different guy or same guy?" Different in a in a wig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. All right. So actually, I felt really proud of myself because I'm normally a very non-confrontational, very nice guy. And like, I try not to be mean to people. My goal when I go into an interaction with somebody is have them leave thinking, wow, that was a nice guy. I genuinely try to have good yeah. interactions with people. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't agree with that. Fuck you. <laughs> this, so this one dude comes up to me and his approach is a little different. And he's like, um, hey, do you, uh, and again, this is at fucking Walmart, dude. I'm not trying to have philosophical conversations with you, but he was like, hey, uh, do you, do you believe in God? Do you believe in religion? I was like, oh yeah, sure. And he was like, 
okay, you've heard of the father, right? And I was like, uh, mm. okay. And he was like, oh, well, have you heard of the mother? And I was like, mm. um, no. And he was like, would you like to? And I was like, nah, sorry, man. <laughs> I just kept going. Dude, I, I like, was so proud got, of myself. I got mama waiting for me at the house. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got mama back home. So that one I avoided. And then, uh-huh. guess what? A couple another. fucking weeks later, dude, another motherfucker. And this is what really pissed me off. At this point, now when I go to Walmart... I'm so traumatized by this. I wear headphones, like over-ear headphones, and sunglasses. <laughs> no, you do not. To not be engaged. No, you do not. Because these motherfuckers have killed you all sense of me wanting to have a conversation <laughs> in Walmart anymore. I don't want to talk to anybody at Walmart. You do not put on sunglasses? Every time. And headphones. And headphones. Every time. It now. reminds me of an episode of the show, How I Met Your Mother. Have you ever watched that? Um, I, I'm going to make a long story short. They were trying... It's a, it's a TV series. Yeah, I know of it. And they were trying to... Um, I think it was Barney Stinson who was played by um uh fuck I know what's it. his name I can dude. picture him. Uh, yeah, I can something junior, right? Yeah. I don't know, fuck it. But anyway, the point is is he's he's watched a um like they they were watching like maybe a football or a baseball game and he didn't want to know the score. Like everybody agreed, like I think it was like Super Bowl. They all agreed that they're going to like they missed the, the Super Bowl, they're going to watch it that night. So it's already played and they don't want to know the score. And so he walks into a bar to get some chicken wings and some beer. But, of course, the game's playing all over the bar, right? Yeah. Every TV and everybody's screaming. And so he develops this, like, technology. It's, like, uh, like sunglasses with, like, uh, this cardboard cutout that, like, <laughs> covers, like, your peripheral right. vision, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, some soundproof, like, some ultra, you know, powerful soundproofing yeah. um, headphones. And... Uh, you know, he has like sun- his sunglasses are like taped over to where there's only tiny little peoples <laughs> in them. So that's me. It's like I think he makes it to the point where he gets like he's able to get the he can't hear anything and he's like you know basically yelling at the bartender and he's like, "I'll have thirty wings, please." <laughs> that's know? me at Walmart. I know, dude. That's like sounds like I think he ended up dropping the fucking beer, of course, because he's wearing all that shit on his face. But that reminds me of um, how you're entering, dude. Walmart. Okay. So yeah, that is me. And I did that to deter people from talking to me and to make it look like, Hey, this dude is not fucking interested in having a conversation with me. Guess fucking what, dude? I'm in the produce aisle looking at some fucking lettuce about to push my cart forward. And this motherfucker steps in front of my cart. And I was enraged instantly i was like i'm gonna fucking fight no, this guy did not. this isn't re- this isn't real dude though. i don't know what makes me look so fucking approachable. and a lot of times i'm coming straight from the gym so a lot of their so two of the four guys's approaches were based on my appearance so they were like right. hey man you got any like fitness tips or anything like that and i'm like oh no here's a tip go fuck yourself dude i didn't say that but so i'm a, i'm about to keep moving by the lettuce and this uh-huh. dude steps in front of my cart and i already instantly knew that he was one of these fuckers before he even said him? anything. Did you try running him over? I thought about it. And so I had my headphones on and he stops me. And I'm like, dude, do I look like the motherfucker who wants to have a conversation with you right Did now? Did you say that? No. I'm <laughs> nice. So I took one of my fucking ears off and I was like, what's up, man? And he did the fucking spiel, dude. He was no, like, didn't. you got any like advice on nutrition stuff? I was like, dude, here's some fucking advice. Eat shit. Oh my God. But I, I didn't. I- I'm nice as fuck. So I indulged and was like, oh yeah, you know, I, I eat pretty clean. Like, you know, whatever, chicken, rice, steak yeah, and whatever. I cheat every now and then have like a pizza or some ice cream or some shit, whatever. And I'm trying to get out of this fucking conversation and finally get to the point, get my number. And at this point I'm like, all right, I'm going to give him my number and then I'm going to text him and say, go fuck yourself. Not <laughs> actually, but I gave him my number. And then after I left, I was like, hey, look, man, 
I don't know, like, I know what you're a part of some networking thing. I'm not interested in it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're a nice guy. I'm just not interested in like any kind of friendship or relationship moving forward from this. Like I'm not in, I'm not into whatever you're doing. He texts me back. He's like, Oh, sorry, man. Like my, my networking thing is a whole different style. Like, you know, I help people out and you know, I actually just helped this lady get like 30 new clients or whatever. And I was like, are you kidding me? I knew you were one of those motherfuckers. Oh my God. They're like planting. They're fucking scum. No, the world's dude. They're simulations, bro. They're not real. People are not real. Yeah, dude. And it's happened. So, and as funny enough, I saw that, I saw that same guy at my gym. He like occasionally is at my gym and I saw him doing that pitch two people while they're working out and i was like if you interrupted me in the middle of a workout for 15 minutes i'm gonna fuck you up dude and i saw him like would not let this dude continue his workout and this dude is clearly like holding the bar wanting to do his next set and the guy yeah. just won't shut the fuck up and uh it happened to me, happened to me one more time since then at the gym some motherfucker did the same thing asking me about my tattoo and he was like hey man where'd you get your tattoo done at and whatever yeah, and, that, they, nice. and that's the, the problem with it is is nowadays it's like i don't know if someone tries to start a small talk with me i don't know if it, they're going to be one of those fuckers so it's like ruined small talk for me at, at local places or yeah public places because i don't know if you're gonna be one of those fucking douchebags trying to get me to join your pyramid scheme i think that's already been ruined though right i i don't know i don't really meet anybody through small talk unless it's a coworker. people don't meet that way but i mean it's, dude, it's one of those things where Change. it's like you know the bananas look bad and you're in this grocery yeah. store and if a banana's look like she'd be like yeah i wouldn't eat those and haha i mean either something like that like that's fucking harmless yeah but now if i say that the motherfuckers will be like Oh hey, have you fucking thought about joining my Man, networking scheme? Fuck you. You dude. gotta just, dude. You gotta just be a little more resilient toward these people <sighs> instead of trying to be so nice. I know. Because uh, and my wife does the same thing. She, you know, when you get the door to door knockers, yeah, right? Like yeah. the guys from, you know, I'm not gonna name it, telecommunications companies. They come <laughs> up and they're like, hey, have you tried out our service? I mean, fuck it, like AT and T and Spectrum. I mean, these are the motherfuckers who knock on the doors. I'm not, I'm not gonna not say it. Yeah, I just right? don't answer the door. Spectrum and AT and T. I know you're fucking listening. <laughs> they knock on my door unsolicited, right? I didn't fucking, no permission, by the way, did I give you to knock on my door and offer me your, I already have your internet. <laughs> Thank you. I already have what you're yeah. selling. Um, you guys are all, like, what are your options, you know? I mean, it's like, yeah. really, come on, people, what are your options? You got like two competitors, right? <laughs> I could get internet from AT&T or I could get it from Spectrum, um, at least out here in St. Louis. I don't know what other people got, but. Um, so anyway, they knock on the door and my wife, constantly she'll answer like if she answers she'll sit in the door and let them she'll it drives me nuts bro she lets them go through the whole thing and i take i take this from two approaches number one i think it's rude to let them go through i think they're being rude first of all i don't want to fucking let them off the hook i think they're being rude don't fucking ring my doorbell i got a three-month-old baby yeah it's loud right wakes my fucking baby up you're being rude Keep your fingers off. Keep your dirty fingers off my doorbell. (laughs) (laughs) And then number two, like my wife's being rude. Of course, if she's listening to this, this is with the (laughs) utmost respect and I love you. But it's um, by letting them just go through their whole speech, right? Like, I mean, it's their fault at the end of the day, right? You want to give a five minute speech. But I mean, dude, I'm like, she just tells me to answer the door because I open up the door and they're like, hey, man, how are you today, dude? I just happened to be in the neighborhood. And I look at him and I say, no, thanks. (laughs) And he goes, well, if I could just tell you, no, thank you. Have a great day. And I close the door. That's handy. It's dude. not. My, it's not to be rude. It's not to be rude. It's to say. It's to prevent you from wasting your time right. and mine. Yeah. We both have time that you're wasting. 
Yeah, and I need to. I'm, I'm trying to work on that, especially now that these fucking predators in these public places are you pissing me call, off. Why are you, call, dude? Because they are. They're fucking predators, and I've seen them. Why are you I, well, that's the them things predators. I've seen them talk to people in Walmart who are clearly physically just weak people. When you when you said predators, initially my first reaction was like, oh, this <laughs> is like a predator. child pre- <laughs> uh, child predator, and this is like an underground no, dude. child predator ring these are fucking social predators these motherfuckers (laughs) suck the life out of social interactions i guess but it's happened okay and so there was one time luckily hannah was on the phone with me and so like he wasn't rude enough to at least interrupt my fucking phone call but i was in the baby and a lot of here's the thing let me just wait he just sat there and waited he did and so what they do is they'll like be carrying like a non-perishable item or two or a basket with a couple of non-perishable items Uh with no intention of actually fucking buying it right and they'll just and this dude was carrying nothing that is predator behavior it though, is. I feel like. and dude i was standing in the baby fucking diaper aisle and looking for diapers actually talking to my wife about what diapers we needed to get and he kind of stood there for a second just waited and i was like this is one of those motherfuckers Fuck. and he was like just kind of looking at me every now and then i could tell that he was and i was like this son of a bitch so i kind of kept talking to my wife grabbed the one we need and just immediately turned and walked away and i was like i knew this mother and so that happened to me more than once, there was another guy who I recognized was the same dude who did it to me before, and I had my headphones on. I heard him. We were like in the other ends of the same aisle, and I saw him look at me and go, "Hey, man!" And I could see he like recognized me, and I just left. I just walked away. I was like, "Nope, I'm not fucking doing it." I, why didn't you do it? It's like when somebody calls you, like when you get a call from like a, a like a foreign country call center, right? For like trying to scam people. Yeah. Like a like That's a, these people. Yeah. Um, yeah, like a call center from like the Middle East. Yeah. Or from India. And they'll call you and they'll try to scam you, obviously. Um, Get you to give away, like, sensitive information or usernames and passwords or whatever, social security numbers, whatever they can get. Right. Um, And then, like, I always take that as an opportunity to, like, fuck with them back, right? I'll be like, oh, yeah, hold on, let me dig for it. You know, they're like, what's your social security number? I'm like, hold on, let me get into my safe. (laughs) Beep, 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 beep. Oh, fuck, I got the wrong password. Hold on. Beep, beep, beep. And I'll sit there, dude. I've had them like cuss at me at the end of those before because I've wasted somebody's time so much, which by the way, makes me feel bad because like who knows what's, what, who's running that fucking sweatshop. You know, it's like I wasted like 10 minutes of his call (laughs) and he didn't identify it and maybe he's fucking losing a finger, dude. Hey, I don't know. Fuck I feel, I, I feel, don't bad. feel bad. I do but, not feel bad about that at all. <laughs> fuck, cut all his fingers off. Listen, dude. I, um, I, I just, I'm thinking about your situation and I'm just like the same thing. You could have done the same thing. You could have fucked with that guy, um, you know, while he approached you and you could have said like, he, he was like, Hey man, like, Oh, how you been? Like we bumped into each other a few weeks ago and I'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah. And he'd be like, yeah, remember a few weeks ago? And I'd be like, dude, I've never seen you before in my life. <laughs> we've never i mean it's good to meet you but i i assure you we've never we've never met yeah i I just it's not even worth because again i'm too nice let him give the spiel let let him the spiel is that right let him give the speech all over again let him tell it again so i was gonna also say so my friend jose at work was uh, i was talking to him about this and then he said he had a similar experience i was like okay so i'm not alone and he was like yeah it's happened to me twice at like barnes and noble and some other place too and he's like yeah they'll come up to me like and start talking about a book that I'm looking at or something or talk yeah. about a book and they just won't shut the fuck up and then they try to ask for my number and I'm like okay so th- I'm not alone on this and I've had so many fucking like encounters with this now that like it, I can't be alone on this like there's got to be a, 
a ton of people have experienced this yeah. now. And would so you it, say would you say that because there's so many people that have experienced it, it's almost like undeniable that it's true because there's so many people that have witnessed it? Like you have so many numbers. What do you mean? Like there's so many people who have witnessed this behavior. Oh, it's that yeah. it's undeniable that it's true. I mean, these people are really out here doing the scam in grocery stores. Yeah, no, it is like that, and that's why mm-hmm. I felt it confirmed it after the second time it happened when I looked it up on Reddit. It was people talking about how I think it was somebody in like somewhere in the southeast part of the U.S. because uh-huh. there was like talking about a Publix, which is what their version of a yeah. Walmart. And um, yeah, they said like I was walking in Publix and this guy walked up to me and started just talking to me about small talk and whatever. And I thought it was you know, whatever. And then at the end, he asked me for my number and everything. And then apparently, yeah, there's a couple of these big nationwide they call themselves like entrepreneurs or networkers uh-huh. in fucking solid quotes. Cause you know, these guys are fucking losers and they make no money. And their goal is to try to get you under them, bring you to their fucking public speaking rah, rah, hoorah events. I don't even know if they actually have a product. I don't know if they actually sell anything. I think they just get people under them in their networking <laughs> entrepreneurship. <laughs> They're fucking losers, dude. I hate these mm. motherfuckers. You are the bottom of the fucking barrel human beings, dude. If you're listening to this and you're one of these people, go fuck yourself. I fucking hate you. And again, to your face, I will probably indulge in the whole conversation and be like, oh yeah, man, it's so nice to meet you because I'm too fucking nice. But just know behind your back, I'm talking all kinds of shit, dude. This fuck is, you. Fuck your company. You're not an entrepreneur. You're a fucking loser, dude. I hate these motherfuckers. All right, I'm done. <laughs> That's my rant. Dude, I just, I'm so sick of it happening to me. I don't know if I look too nice or something. I need to, like, get some tattoos in my face or something. You really, <clears throat> you really were transparent with your feelings. God, dude. I'm like, all right, we gotta. <laughs> <laughs>